ostentatious weight made it almost impossible for his old muscles to lift it. Into the cup went a fine white powder followed by a small draught of mountain water. Morgan stirred the mix reflectively with a long fingernail and then raised the old man on his pillows. He flinched away automatically from her soft breasts, as if a viper nestled between them. If I was banished Tintagel, or worse, who would provide you with remedies you need in your old age, stepfather? Who would find the herbs that cure a swollen heart and a bleeding stomach? Who would ease your night terrors when your victims come to the corners of your room to sit on your chest and remind you that you'll soon be joining them for eternity? No, stepfather. You'll keep me very close to you so that you'll live and live far past the appointed hour of your death. The beautiful hard woman laughed softly, and Uther, who was never noted for his imagination, was reminded of a large black insect leaning over him, so its shiny carapace was pressed against his shrinking old flesh. Long may you take joy from each extra moment of life I have given you. Drink now, Uther, and then I'll bring the bishop to you myself. Out of long habit, Uther obeyed Morgan. He was bound to her completely by the drugs she provided to ease his pain and dull his debilitating fear, although both stepfather and stepdaughter hated and loved their symbiotic, unnatural relationship. Although no kinship other than his marriage bound them, and no shared bloodline made sense of their relationship, Uther and Morgan were very alike. As she passed through the doorway with her customary silence, she smiled quietly like the Madonna painted in the church beside his palace. Uther shuddered. Morgan looked like her mother when her face was in repose, so the king felt a vague, nagging regret, as if he had thrown away something very precious in the forgotten past. Two hours passed, and the night staggered towards the dead hours before dawn. After the bishop was released from the battered stool that eased his old knees, he fled from the king's bedchamber with his whole being further stained by his master's confession. The tide of the king's private revelations threatened to drown the old prelate in Uther's flood of filth, while it was only his great faith and a natural fear of the monster that kept Bishop Branicus silent beside the high king's bed. Yet even as he administered the forgiveness of the Lord, his mind shrank from questions. Soul-sick, the bishop wondered how God could forgive such sins. Did Uther truly repent? How could God permit such wickedness to grow old in comfort? Or did Uther's punishment rest on his fear of the ultimate judgment of heaven for his manifold wickedness? In a very unpriestly manner, Branicus hoped that Uther would discover the real taste of terror before he died. As soon as the bishop had escaped the bedchamber, trying hard not to wake his dozing master as he tiptoed out of the overheated room, Uther impatiently opened his malicious, faded eyes and pouted with dissatisfaction. The old fool! Why do I keep him here? Perhaps he needs a change of climate but I would prefer a more sympathetic confessor. As for Morgan, one day I'll kill the bitch, if I can just get a good night's sleep. 
Automatically, Uther's eyes slid to the corners of the room where shadows seemed to solidify and grow. As he watched, his lower lip clenched between what remained of his yellowed fangs. The shadows seemed to solidify into the forms of men and women who took turns to stare and gibber at him out of the formless wastes of chaos that existed between this world of flesh and the other world. Out of long experience, Uther refused to scream as two young girls opened their mouths in endless, soundless recriminations, while his eyes traced the livid marks of his fingers on their poor, blood-stained thighs. Old, impotent and terrified, Uther remembered the delivery of every blow in a pale imitation of his original lusty sadism. The shade of Gorluis waited his turn with an ironic smile and an unspoken promise in his bleeding blackened eyes.